0: Hey everybody it's Jordan Crohn's uh, veteran. I am joined today um, well actually by, by my amazing ho- co-host uh, Renika Wood and CJ. Cabrera hi guys
1: <laughs> and uh, uh,
0: today um, we are we are joined by an amazing man. he uh, is a a, a, a fitness uh, influencer. he is a uh, owner the owner of a men's fashion brand called Marquis Rashoid uh, their their tag is uh high fashion, higher purpose. Um, you know, he, he also is uh, currently currently doing uh I think seventy-five miles in thirty days, you know. And so uh, please uh, please welcome uh Mr. Marquise Ellison to the Crows Veteran Podcast. Hey, 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 what's going on?
1: Welcome, welcome. Glad to have you on here, man.
0: Appreciate it, man. Appreciate well, it. Most definitely. Um how you feeling how you feeling today? Feeling good, huh? feeling good.
2: I will
1: a quick disclaimer out there, man. It's Marquise Rashad. Rashad, yeah. Ah, my bad. Yeah, I saw it. I saw it on the West Side. It's like
0: it's like in a, you, have, you have like these different names in different places. So my bad on that. So so yeah, no no problem, man. And so and so, all right. So yeah, so if everybody listening, Marquise Rashad. You know, you <laughs> know. So thank you for joining us again. And um, absolutely. But yeah, and so you know you know for, you know first off you know, for, you know for you know for folks that don't know you. Um, you know, I've been following you for a long time on Instagram, but, you know, but for folks that don't know you, you know, please, you know, share your, uh, your, your, your your you know, IBD story, your Crohn's story, and, you know, kind of, you know, kind of, yeah, you, what you've been through a little bit.
2: Yeah, sure, absolutely. So, just a little background. Um, I was diagnosed with Crohn's disease in 2009, and so it's been, what, about 11 years now that I've had Crohn's disease? Um and you know it's been a, it's been an interesting battle, but you know I've been able to uh, overcome it by my mentality and you know continuing to do the things that I like to do despite having Crohn's disease you know so my motto is I always say we have Crohn's or colitis mm-hmm. it don't have us. You know, meaning that even though we all live with IBD, we don't let it stop us from living life. Right. You know, and not saying that we won't experience pain, not saying that we won't experience problems and stuff, but when we do experience them, you know, we don't let it stop us. So it may slow you down sometimes, but it never stop you completely. And a lot of it has to do with your mental state. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because it's easier said than done, but you kind of have to wrap your mind around the fact that, look, yes, I have this disease, but I'm not going to let it dictate my life. And like I said, it doesn't mean that you're not going to have to alter some things because of the condition that we have. It means that when you face those barriers, you know you do what you have to do to knock them down while continuing to have a quality life. Right. So you know that's the whole the whole concept behind we have it, it doesn't have us. And um, yeah, and that's just kind of the the attitude that I took when I was diagnosed with Crohn's in two thousand nine. It's like you know what, I have this thing and I'm gonna own it and I'm gonna to continue to learn more about it. And then I'm gonna educate people about it because it's something that's not commonly known, you know, especially amongst the African American community.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so it's something that's not very prevalent amongst us. And therefore, I want to use my platform as well, you know, to, to bring it to the attention and educate people about this, um, and yeah, and, and that's what happened, and that's where the foundation of the business came from, and why we uh, donate part of our proceeds and stuff to the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation advocacy and research and that kind of stuff. So, yeah, man, I'm very uh, big with spreading awareness and all. So that's that's what I that's what I do, and that's the foundation. A little awesome. bit of my background
1: also you also you also do uh on social media you do you highlight other warriors on wednesdays you do like the wednesday colitis ulcerative colitis and crohn's warriors
3: Uh,
1: yeah yeah Yeah. i think that's how you found me
2: yeah Yeah, so
1: (laughs) you actually hit me up like right right. before i i think right when i started to open up Oh, wow and yeah and i think you were like one of the first people i followed so wow, wow. yeah uh mm. you you're actually really inspirational to me so <laughs> yeah to good agree for a good minute
3: but um yeah. cj i can agree with you as well cuz you also hit me up um on my page um i was like uh, i don't know what to say in this in this message you know but that was the very first time i had ever shared my story with anyone that was on the social media platform wow. when you hit me up and asked about being a warrior Wednesday I was like I didn't know how much to share how much to hold back I was kind of kind of nervous I was like you know what I can only be truthful and share what I've been through and right. I don't think I think that when you gave me the opportunity to do that a lot of people started inboxing me. I'm looking like, okay, well, hey, y'all. I felt more comfortable. So I want to say thank you. I appreciate that sincerely. Thank
2: you. Oh, wow, my pleasure, Amen.
1: man. Because yeah. I have to say, man, like, uh, I got to give you, like, like praise. Because, honestly, when I first got diagnosed and um, I started to, you know, put myself out there. And I was looking on Instagram trying to find people, you know, uh, people of color. And you were, like, the first person mm-hmm. that's actually out there promoting other people too so not yeah. not only like um that i find you but you also promoting other people of color so that's led me to them as well so yeah. i'm pretty sure i found you or i found jordan off of you mm-hmm. so yeah.
0: god bless it's the same, it's the same it, i mean it's the same thing it's the same thing with me i mean i was so you know, inspired and touched by the man, you know, that I would have bought his tie, I bought his pocket square, you know, I did all these, you know, I did all this stuff. And so, you know, so, you know, so, yeah, so it's, you know, it's, you know, it's, you know, it's it's amazing, you know, never know, you know, how many people you really can touch, you know? Oh, my God. Yeah, nigga, you're a little emotional, man. But yeah, but It's true, but yeah, so, um. Yeah, so yeah, but off of that, you know, so I also want to talk about, you know, so you're, you know, really, really into, you know, you know, taking care of your body, right? And so like, you know, so like, you know, with the trying, you know, so like, can you um maybe, you know, speak on the, this kind of fitness journey that, you know, that you've been doing lately? Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, 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 sure. So I've always been a fitness enthusiast and um, back up to when I was going through my Crohn's disease diagnosis, um, the symptoms and all that's associated with Crohn's I remember when I got to the point where it was like, okay, like I'm literally done. Like, despite how much I want to work out, despite how much I want to do this stuff, I physically can't. I remember I was in the gym in our uh, old uh, building, our house. We had a fitness center right across the street, and mm-hmm. I remember I was on the machine and I tried to to push something and I just like I w- I couldn't. I plateaued, and it wasn't even a lot of weight. And at that moment, I was like, oh, my gosh, like, like, this is real. Like, I cannot do this anymore. Like, I got to stop working out. My strength is gone. My energy is completely depleted. Um, It was even so bad to the point that, like, I couldn't even push the vacuum cleaner around that house. Wow. So, mm-hmm. like, because that energy, as you guys know, when that energy, mm-hmm. the energy is sucked out of you, mm-hmm. it's gone. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's just gone, you know, there's nothing you can do about it, you know, besides rest up and, you know, let yourself build back up. But it was in that moment that I realized I couldn't do these simple things that it was like, okay, like, yeah, this is, this is, this is really bad. And, you know, I just had to stop and, you know, like going to the doctor every time I was dropping weight, like 10 pounds here, 10 pounds there. Like, went down to 100 pounds quick.
0: Um, wow.
2: Yeah, going through the symptoms and stuff. So, it was like, you know what? Once I started to get myself back physically mm. and healthy and start to feel good again, I said, you know what? I vowed to never let myself get back to that point again. And what I'm going to do is control what I can control. And that's how I eat. And that's mm-hmm. my fitness level, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Um, and people ask me all the time, right? So, like, I'm also uh, a part of the local support group here for the Chronicle Lives Foundation in mm-hmm. New York, the Greater New York chapter. And every first Tuesday, they have a support group from six thirty to eight, um, and I went all the time. And one of my stories was I guess I've always been like the inspirational person, mm-hmm. but I share my experience and I always want people to, to understand that I go through hardships as well. You know what I mean? So it's not like i just out here happy, go lucky, you know, exactly, exactly. Okay, mm-hmm. Like get over it. No, that's not what I'm saying. Like, look, I deal with these things too. You know, I go through my flare ups, I have my moments of weakness,
1: mm-hmm. but
2: I don't allow myself to stay there. You know what I mean? So it's like everybody you're in we're entitled to feel how we feel. We're entitled to feel sad. We're entitled to have these moments of weakness. Yes. But you don't let yourself stay there because that's where it gets into, you know, a danger zone and the mental health and it's everything. A snowball effect starts, yep. right? starts mm-hmm. to take place. Mm-hmm. Um and so, like, how do you do it, like, with a flare-up? Like, look, if I have a... When I'm having a flare-up, um, I'll still work out. The way I alter it, though, is, you know, I'll sleep in later.
0: Because
2: mm-hmm. normally I'm, I'm an early bird. I get up at, like, 5 a.m. every morning to work out. And that's my time. Yeah, props. so, you. if I'm having a flare-up, I'll normally sleep in a little later, right? And then... I would do lighter weight and fewer reps compared to what I would normally do. Right. So that's how I would alter it. So I won't be going in there trying to, you know, throw up heavy weight. I'm just, just trying to keep my body moving.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, that's it. I got
1: you. I did the complete opposite, my brother. (laughs) I was in the gym pushing max weight as much as I could and like, I would be flaring, and I I'd get that like sense of urgency where it's just like I'd be across the gym, and it's like, go to the bathroom right now. I'm just like,
3: fuck. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm, just, I'm just looking <laughs> like, if anybody's just, like looking at me. I'm just, like real quick. and I'm just like, I just get up real quick and just like speed walk to the bathroom. But
0: right, right.
1: That's that's how that's how I would be in the gym. But now since you know the gyms are closed, I'm just like running and bike riding, and that's way much better. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's that that's good, man. You, you're you're staying active. And so, and then that's what I do, man, and, and that's why I love fitness. And so, right now, what I'm doing is with some of my uh, my church family. Um, uh, mm-hmm. we have a uh, Spartan Sundays uh, club, so you guys could check this out too when you guys are are uh, done. Um, but every uh, Sunday, when churches were open, we have uh, Spartan Sundays, where it's open to the community, in our basement. And basically we train, we do uh, a, we train like, you know, just to be healthy, but we also train for like the Spartan races and we have a New York uh, Spartan Sunday run club where we train for like the marathons, New York marathons, all these runs that take place in New York city. Like we do all of that. And now, since, you know, things are shut down, like the marathon and all that stuff Mm -hmm. is happening, there's this company called Believe in the Run. That's, I believe, based out of Maryland, where for the uh, the summer months of August, they had these different challenges where you can pick your mileage. It went from 25 miles to like 300 miles.
0: Hmm.
3: And you
2: have 30 days to have it to complete it. And um, it's all virtual. You log your time, your miles on, and at the end of your completion, you know they send you a swag bag, what they call that's it. That's dope.
3: Aww. That's
0: dope, man. That's I mean, that's some incentive, right? I mean, that's a, that was something really, really awesome. I, I love that. Yeah, yeah
1: you know, that's I love amazing. merch. <laughs> um, <that's right. laughs> Look at that swag bag. Oh
2: right. uh, so, yeah, that's what I'm doing, man. Like, you follow my fitness page, you'll see. I'm like. I did so,
0: 65 miles, so right. You know, it's it, it's interesting. I was listening to CJ talking. You know, and that's you know, that was definitely more my experience too. When I was at the gym, like you know, well, you know, I got all this you know energy to get out, and you know, I'm in there, and so you're pushing all this heavy weight. And you're like, oh no, like it's a yeah. energy, <laughs> this, is, this is this is definitely not working. Like, you know, I got you know got a little bit too excited in here type thing, you
1: know? yeah <laughs> but you also have to be careful too because i remember mm-hmm. i was i'd be trying to squat heavyweight. yeah like as soon as i come up i'm like blacking out i'm just like oh <laughs> yeah colors and stuff and, and, right? yeah, it is and, so, true. and so um yeah yeah, that so, and, be flaring
0: away. yeah exactly so i mean so yeah so um yeah marquise is right you know definitely you know you know like, crawl before you walk here so you know so um but yeah but yeah and so um so I I was also, you know, curious about you know your your brand too, and so um, and you know, and specifically, you know, you know the 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 you know the ideation behind that, you know, and then um, you know, and then also like, you know, how do you sort, you know, like, like how do you your your sourcing method for your fabrics? I'm really I'm really curious in that too.
2: Yeah, sure, man. So that's one of the the beauties of being based here in New York City is I have access to all kinds of fabric you know right. fabric in the in the garment district mm-hmm. and, um you know a lot of the fabric in the garment district is outsourced imported from across oh. the the world you know so you got fabric from Japan from all sorts of places um and it's a lot of uh you know designer fabric so one of the places i like to go to is a mood fabric. Mood is a very popular fabric store here in New York City. Um it's the fabric store that they went to on the show project runway. Okay. Um, and yeah, so they have a lot of a wow. lot of their fabrics are designer fabrics, closeout stuff. Mm-hmm. So like you may you may have like Ralph Lauren fabrics, Calvin Klein, like basically closeout is when a designer is done with it mm-hmm. and you know, they sell it to them at a discounted price. And so they have it's just it's, it's so much fabric. That's one of my uh, favorite stores to, to go to.
0: Yeah, I mean, so like, Yeah, I Mister. Mean, so are you like in a kid in a candy store like all the time? Then is that is that kind of your life? You're like, oh yes,
2: my. man. That is my life. So like when things started to open back up, like when NYC went into our phase reopening, that was like hmm. life. Like just going into <laughs> that store, it was like. Oh my gosh, I miss you so much. It's funny, like <laughs> you hear designers walking in the store when we opened that gut, they were like, "Oh my gosh, I miss you so much." Because in the transition time, I was ordering fabric off the line. I don't mm-hmm. feel like ordering fabric off the line because you can't really feel it. It, feel it, and know mm-hmm. what you're, you know, what you're getting. And I've been doing this so long now that I got to
1: feel like, it. I have to, you to feel it, feel it. it. yeah. You
2: know what I mean? Yeah, because there's certain things that even though it looks good, it might not be the good fabric for a tie or pocket square. Mm-hmm. You know that I'm that I'm making. I, I've learned that obviously through a lot of trial and error and waste of fabric. But mm. you know that's how you learn, right? Learning process. So yeah, that's where our fabrics uh come from, man. Here in New York City, that's outsourced from all around the world. Oh,
3: cool. that's awesome.
1: I got you know, a question. Go ahead,
3: Renika. No, I'm about to say, like, your, uh, your craft, when I think about your like your ties, I mean your bow ties and your pocket squares, like, I see, like, these, like, distinguished men mm-hmm. walking around. You know what I'm saying? Like, even when the guys were, I'm not sure where they were, there was some guys, like, in another part of the world, that had on your on your design. I was like, how amazing is that for you to see your design all across the world like that? You know, while you are, are also supporting the cause and contributing back to a foundation, um, like, it's just, you know, it. it I know you feel good seeing that.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah. I'm I get i astonished, man. I'm very appreciative, man. It is, it's all God, man. I will attribute all to God, man. But, yeah, I got clients now and Poland and yeah, I just got the order to uh, Australia yesterday. Wow, and, that's um, awesome! That's awesome, man. Yeah, man, it's pretty, it's pretty cool, man. And it's you know, the Australia is another IBD person too. You know, so it's oh wow the the the, the, the community and everything. And I'm telling you guys, like this is this is what it's a, this is what it's about. It's mm-hmm. not even so much about the ties and the pocket squares and that kind of stuff. You know that's a byproduct of this initiative, right? And you know that is something that ties us together, and that can bring Mm. people together, and that can start a conversation about Crohn's and colitis. So, like when uh, Jordan interviewed me a while back ago, it was you, Jordan, I mean. Yeah, it was Jordan. Yep, yep, yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Um, Because that was that was yeah that was way back. So
2: yeah, (laughs) I talked about like why the bow tie, Mm. and it's like well. For me, I fell in love with bow ties, and bow ties were a statement piece. They are a statement. Mm-hmm. They're a mm-hmm. I say everybody also remembers the boy, the guy wearing the bow tie. And when I was working before I started my company, um, I was a manager, assistant slash co-manager for Walmart, uh, back in Florida for seven and a half years, and that's all I wore was bow ties. Mm-hmm. So anytime we had like a regional visit from our regional vice president and divisionals and all these big uh, wigs that came mm-hmm. to the store, mm. everybody always remembered me because of the bow tie that I wore. <laughs> and, um, nice. So I was like, you know what? That right there is a conversation starter. So when somebody sees you in our bow ties, it's an opportunity for us to spread awareness about Crohn's and Colitis together. You know, so like, hey, this is what this represents. This is what this bow tie means to me. This is why I'm wearing it. And um, that's, you know, that was the. The foundation behind um, picking the bow tie. But it's just like, I want to use that to help bring awareness for Crohn's and colitis. Mm-hmm. And like, whenever I do like uh, pop up shops and stuff, I like to bring literature with me. And even if you don't buy anything from me, that's cool. I like to hand you a piece of literature about Crohn's and colitis so that at least you're still leaving educated
0: about it. Right. Um, right. Mm, mm, mm -hmm.
1: Do you have any uh, fashion tips for people with IBD? Um, I, myself, I know I fit you up in the past, but I wanted to start, you know, wearing more dress clothes, but I was, as I was in the process of buying more dress clothes is when I got diagnosed with ulcerative colitis and then I dropped like 30 pounds. Right. So I'm currently in the process of trying to get back up there, but I came to a realization that you know if I want to you know dress nicely I gotta start now and um, gaining weight is really hard so I gotta stick with what I got for now and once I get up there I'm thinking about having two sets of dress clothing one when I'm heavier and one when I'm lighter but I just want to know if you have any tips for new people
2: (laughs) man listen like you said it's it's, it's, a you know Use what you what you have, and just going into it. Basic colors, man. Your blues, black. Get your navy blue suit or a black suit. That's it. You know what I mean. You don't have to be in here and have like twenty different suits in your closet. Yeah, like flower suits
0: and stuff. But... <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't you don't have to have all that stuff. If you want to, you know, cool. But just one simple, uh, you know, stable color, black. Navy blue, you're good. You know, just get you a couple of dress shirts or whatever that you can interchange out, and that's it, man. You know, look at the presidents of the United States. Mm -hmm. They only wear black suits. You know, black suits,
0: white shirts. Mm -hmm. The only thing that is every time is they're tied. Yeah, Obama. You know, I remember uh, President Obama. You know, would uh, would say that you know that he, since he since his job requires so many decisions in a, in a day, you know, he only had a couple of suits, so that would be one thing he have to figure out every single day what what to wear. So, right. Like, Absolutely. So
2: that 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 would be a a, a suggestion, C J. Um, just get yourself a simple, like I said, black or navy blue suit, um, and a couple of shirts, and um, you know, just just build around that. Cool. Well, thank you. Thank you. Speak into what you were talking about. Let me show you something. Is it round me? So, this right here, this belt. Mm-hmm. You guys see this? I a belt since I was going through my Crohn's disease symptoms.
1: That's a nice you belt, see? man. <laughs> so many <laughs> holes. <laughs>
2: That's cool. All around, I love it. That's that, that's dope. That's right? a
1: that's a nice belt, bro. For real.
2: Yes, and you, you know why I got this belt was because the, the whole weight way, changing that weight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. A regular belt that only had like you know what normally five or like, six holes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Had, mm-hmm. It wasn't fitting no more, so I had to get this belt.
1: That
0: I would. I would feel like I would like hit the lottery if I had that belt.
1: Yes, like it was. I'm gonna have to get me one of those for real. <laughs> How but much do they I, usually run for?
2: Oh man, I don't remember. I got this from. Uh, I got this when I was working at Walmart, so it, it wasn't that expensive. This is a Dickies belt. All mm. um, well, right, I'm going to look that
1: up. You hear that, gents? Dickies belt with a lot of holes in it. <laughs> <laughs> it's that great. Was, for- that's what you
2: have to have, you know. I guess it's kind of like uh, if you're wearing um, sh- uh, pants with the with the nope. waist, the expandable mm. waist, you mm. know. You can't uh-huh. be comfortable, but this right here, I say it to say that this is something I'm gonna have forever, right? You know what I'm saying? Like I still wear it, still to this day. It's rugged. It's it's, it's gone. Like it's, it's it. It like it's been worn for <laughs> yeah. for years. It has
3: character. It has right. character. Right. Exactly.
0: exactly.
2: But I keep it as a reminder of you know what I've been through, and why I got this belt. That's the only reason I got that belt. It Be- was because of the weight loss that I was mm-hmm. losing, and my normal belt just didn't work anymore.
1: Have um, you ever thought about selling a belt like that under your company? No. No. Nah, haven't thought about that yet, man. <laughs> <laughs> just an idea. <laughs> just asking <some> questions. <laughs>
2: uh, no problem, man. But
1: another- you know, we're
2: doing too so as you all obviously everybody is aware you know with the whole covid uh situation um excuse me one sec i gotta take this blazer off now
1: okay <laughs> it's hot <laughs> yeah. you know, it's
2: getting kind of hot i got the air con- air conditioner coming on and off in here um so so with the whole covid situation and everything you know the company has transitioned to also making masks, right? And, face mm-hmm. masks. and right now, if you guys saw, we're doing an initiative where you buy a mask and give a mask. And mm-hmm. our goal is the, excuse me, give a hundred masks to the NYC street homeless. Okay. On uh, September fifth, and uh, that's what we're currently working on.
0: That's awesome, man.
1: That's, that's
0: yeah, yeah. Let me see what your mask. Do you have an example? or are they? Are they, are they, are they like disposable masks, or do you have actually brand, branded? Do you have branded masks? You know that you sell yeah. also.
2: Yeah, they're 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 branded, and these are the the masks that we're going to hand out to our home. This is just pre cut that I, um, uh, wow. I have ready to go from people that has bought a mask. So we have like twenty something right now. The goal is to hand out hundred, and I have a couple other guys that's going to be uh, helping me distribute these on the street. Um, but all of the masks that we have are washable, and they have a uh, protective interfacing, non woke mm-hmm. interfacing in between the layers,
0: mm-hmm.
2: so that gives you that 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 protection. So if you look at the disposable blue ones that you can throw away, yeah, that white, the white mm-hmm. part that's like on your mouth mm-hmm. that's inside of our washable mask. Wow. It's the same woven fabric that's on the outside of those disposable ones that's inside. You know, so you can wash it. And you know, when we're walking the streets, like when I'm going to the garment district and stuff, the source fabrics and stuff for the bow ties and that kind of stuff, I count past so many people, homeless people on the streets, man, that you just don't don't have the mask and things. And, you know, as government started to mandate these masks wearing out in public, it's like, you know, these people can't protect themselves. So I just saw that as an opportunity to be able to to help them out. And we're also going to be uh, distributing them to them in, like, Ziploc bags. And one mm-hmm. of the guys that's doing it with me, he works for FEMA as well. Mm-hmm. And so he has a lot of shampoos and hand soaps and things, travel socks. That's side. awesome. That yeah, he needs to do. So, we're going to do little swag bags for yeah. them. Yeah. Well, we're going to put the face mask, put some shampoos, put some deodorants, all this stuff, man, and just hit the streets and hand it to them. And that's
3: really uh, awesome. That's that's awesome. awesome. That is nice. It's very thoughtful and nice. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Is.
0: Well, awesome. I'm sorry.
3: I'm sorry. Go ahead, Jordan.
0: Oh, no. Go ahead, Renika.
3: Well, when you um, mentioned about the, you said the chromed the colitis foundation sure in New York. You said that. You know, I tried to reach out to the one here in North Carolina while I stay in Raleigh, and I sent like three emails. I have tried to contact a person in Charlotte, and I also tried Greensboro. Mm
1: -hmm.
3: You know, no one would never respond back. When I go to the actual right, I go to website. There's only a handful of people that's on the website. Even we doing the gutsy um, run and gutsy walk. There's Mm -hmm. only five people. And my whole team, a year. So I'm looking like, am I one? Am I the only, I the only one got this going on? Mm-hmm. I know I'm not, but I don't know how to become um, more, more visible bought. to the foundation without being a, a burden, or calling, texting, or emailing every day. So, what type of feedback you get? Someone that want to be involved in their foundations in their area where they live. Like, how did you get involved with yours? If that makes it
2: right. Oh, excuse me. That's a good question. Well, the first thing is just like, just being in New York City, you know, is since New York is a big metro area, you know, the foundations and stuff around here are, you know, are strong with a greater New York chapter and everything. Um, so it was easy to uh, to get involved. Not only that, but the secret, Crump's Collapse Foundation corporate office is here in New York. Okay. you know, oh, okay. for the whole world, like, their corporate office is here off of Third Avenue, um, and a lot of our meetings took place at the corporate office, um, as well for the local ones, but I'll just continue doing what you're doing, Renika, um, okay. and, you know, also on your social media, man, just tag people, uh, in the Charlotte area and, You know really use your your social platform to to uh bring visibility to what you're trying to do okay get in contact with with people in um in the charlotte in the charlotte area um i know other people as well that works for the foundation so i'm gonna reach out to them on your behalf and see if they know any contacts serving the charlotte area um that they can um distribute to me and now i can get back to you with that information
1: do you know anybody
3: thank you dc
1: virginia area that's in the in the foundation
2: not in the dc virginia virginia maryland no but uh same thing for you too brother i can uh i can research that man and uh make some calls and
0: you know um, well, you know, what well, 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 while we're asking people, you know, that you know, they go ahead. You know, I had to add, uh, add uh, Nebraska to that list. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: So. No, absolutely, man. absolutely. I'm going. Well, I'm going to do that for you guys. I'll I'll, yeah. I'll follow up and see, um, if I can uh, get some some contacts or some of the Thank you. Yeah. Thank Thank you.
0: Definitely, well, we very well, well, yeah, well, yeah. Well, we're definitely you know appreciative know you know of your time, Marquise. You know, I would you know maybe to wrap it up a little bit here, like you know, just probably shout out you know you know anything that you're. Know currently working on you know, how people can find you all that kind of stuff, and then um, yeah, and then yeah. We'll, go ahead, sir.
2: Yeah. So if you guys want to, that's listening or watching, want to um, you know connect with me. My Instagram handle is at Marquise Rashad. That's Rashad R A R E S H O I D M um, A R Q U I S R A S H O I D. That's the business page. Um, if you're into the fitness and you want to follow that as well, my hash uh, Instagram is Mister Underscore Chrome Spider eighty um, three. Yeah, and those those are the two outlets. Same thing for Facebook Business Marquise Rashad. Um, you can find me on there as well. well cool. Well,
0: well, well, Thank well, you. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, you know, you know, anybody listening or watching, you know please, you know, to, uh, support his story. You know, the, a portion of the proceeds goes to not only, to, you know, Crohn's, Crohn's, uh, Crohn's stuff, but also to breast cancer, you know, causes as well and stuff. So you'll be doing, you'll be helping a lot of people, you know, by, you know, by supporting this man. Um, you know, you, you, you can also, you know, find Crohn's, our, our podcast on Anchor. You can find it on Spotify. You can find it on Apple. You can find it on Google. Um, it, uh, we have an awesome merch store on Teespring. We have, um, you know, great website, www.crohnsveteran.com you know, please, you know, support us, you know, at official.cromesveteran.com on Instagram. Uh, you know, show ghost on Twitch. We're everywhere, man. So, uh, <laughs> so I guess, and, so and so I, but uh, yeah, but again, again, you know, thank you, Marquise. Uh, thank you, Renika. Thank you, CJ, for being here. And, you know, you guys have a good rest of your day. Thank you. Thank
2: you man. Appreciate you having me. Very, very, thank very you for awesome Yeah, thank
0: you, man. Talk thank to- you so
3: much.
2: Pleasure,
0: Appreciate you. I have a blessed day.
2: Uh, you too. You yeah. too. Bye-bye. All right, all right, bye-bye.
0: Bye-bye.